Joining us right now, though, uh, to talk rugby and the big award winners last night from the New Zealand Rugby Awards is Sky Sport rugby commentator Jeff McTainch. G'day, Jeff. How are you? Good morning, mate. Nice to hear your voice. And uh, I must say, you must be a pig in the proverbial at the moment with the FIFA World Cup on. I've, uh, you've been on my mind because it's been such an amazing tournament. I know we can maybe chat about that another time, but um, I'm sure you are, are grinning ear to ear with uh, with the quality of football. Yeah, mate. It's been a it's been a great tournament actually. It, uh, it has been really enjoyable. Some uh, some good upsets. Some great football played as well, mate. And uh, a few successful punts. It's got to be said as well. To be fair. Yeah. Uh, we've we'll... lost a lot of money on a few multis, mate. so we'll talk about that in another day. You know, mate, the last night was uh, was a great night for rugby, and and I think too, um, obviously, it's a, an amazing year for the Black Ferns and and what they've managed to achieve, and and yeah, quite right there, they were were front and centre, uh, and and recognised as such. Uh, team of the year, coach of the year, Wayne Smith, Rua Hayes, the man, player of the year, Cal Tremaine. Uh, award as well, so you know, look, it was um, it was well deserved. The, the turnaround in, in the space of eighteen months was, you know, I think one of the the great things we've witnessed in New Zealand sport. You know, to go away to Northern. Oh, we lost, we lost Jeff. You there, mate? Right, mate? I'm there, mate. Yeah, I'm all good. Uh, losing, you know, four tests uh, on the on the on the tour last year uh, to come back and, and uh, perform the way they did was um, was was simply remarkable and. That coaching team, I, I know it's going to be a tough, uh, a tough road from here. I know the applicants had to get their uh, their names in the hat for um, the director of rugby, whatever the role they're going to call it, um, with, with the parting of Wayne Smith. But I think that uh, you know you've got a couple of guys there. Wes Clark, Alan Bunting, and Wes has been with the team since 2015. Um, he's a great candidate. So is so is uh, is Alan Bunting as well. So. There's a there's a core there. Uh, there's a nucleus of uh, of good people, and, and and that's the key. And that's what Wayne Smith. Um, I think that's where where the real success came was actually bringing the right people together, uh, galvanising not just that team, but um, you know getting those people in place that could make that happen. Because yes, he was a, he was a, he was the tip of the arrow, if you like, um, but he had the right people around him, and that's what he's done throughout his career. So. Um, a lot of that success has to go to Wayne Smith. Obviously, he was named World Coach of the Year as well, and he can go back and kick, kick up the feet in Waihe and, uh, and enjoy the summer and a cold beverage. But, uh, again, a phenomenal performance. And uh, if you look at the way, you know, the way man played, obviously, Adi Savia named All Black of the Year with a snub in the world uh, awards. Uh, so, you know, it's great to see him get recognised. Statistically, his best year that he's had. Uh, he, he just goes from strength to strength. He's, he's phenomenal, but... I think Ruahei, uh, the way she uh, controlled that Black Ferns team, uh, instilled that belief, co-captaining as well, of course, um, was just phenomenal. And her, her gamesmanship and the way she played, particularly in that final, I thought was um, was extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, you're a hundred percent correct, mate. I mean, and, and I've got to say, and I don't know where you were on this, but that you know, end of year tour last year was so disappointing. And I thought. Uh, I know they brought in Super Rugby Old Pecky, but given how um, short that was and how few games there were, it felt like putting a Band-Aid on on an amputated arm. It didn't feel like they'd done enough New Zealand rugby, and I wasn't convinced at the start of the tournament they'd closed the gap enough with France and England, but uh, but, they they, they did great things, that, that playing group, that coaching group. Yeah, and I think it's just testament uh, to, you know, the years of experience from all of those people. Like, you bring in Sir Graham Henry, you bring in, bring in Mike Cron um, and, and others um, around Wayne Smith. I mean, he had the plan in his head, the professor, but you need the right people there. And, 
there would have been people out there that would have argued, you know, why are you bringing um, some of these some of these coaches back in that, that have like may have had their time, if you like. But it just showed that um, you can't, uh, you know, experience is so valuable, and and to bring them in and. And I think too at the point of their careers, you know, Graham Henry's the Graham Henry had gone through a successful tenure with the All Blacks, uh, with Wales, and, and and Auckland and others over a long period of time. And I think he was at a point in his career where, he, like Wayne Smith, just wanted to give back. The same with Mike Cron. So to come in and I guess under in that sort of relaxed uh, frame, you know, they were dancing at their first practices and things, and and um, and getting involved. I think that was really important too. Um, so they knew the job at hand. They knew what the task was to rebuild this team and 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 build that culture and build that belief. But um, I think they did it with a relaxed approach, which um, I think you know it, it, you know Wade he doesn't give too much away. And I think in that last week leading up to the World Cup final, um, he did really well to hold that together and kind of keep that poker face because I'm sure behind uh, closed doors there was a few nerves and things. But um, you know throughout the whole time, as I say, um, there was that relaxed nature to this team and. And I think, you know, for me, looking at the way the Black Ferns performed um, this year, you know, New Zealand rugby can really learn from it. I know Dame Pastoretti's coming in as the new chair. Uh, Stuart Mitchell is going to be moving on. And, and, you know, so not just the performances on the field of this incredible team, but it's what we can do in the boardroom. And I know they're trying to get that uh, that mandated 40% um, on the New Zealand rugby board, and that's something that they're looking at, uh, at doing uh, in the new year if they can. So... Uh, there's change across across the whole whole game, and um, and it's not just important for women's rugby. This is, you know, during the World Cup, people say, "Oh, this is great for women's rugby. This is great for rugby." What the Black Ferns have achieved, um, but for the whole game, so uh, we can all be Im- immensely proud. And as I say, well deserved last night and, and well recognised. Yeah, maybe something that hasn't been talked about enough actually is, you know, the crowds that we saw at the Women's Rugby World Cup were quite different demographically to the crowds. Uh, that we traditionally see at All Blacks games, for example. And I think even the viewership numbers, you know, when they had the free-to-air games, uh, were different to what they tended to get as well uh, previously. So the the knock-on effect of this is maybe something that that wasn't uh, sort of top of the list of what they thought they would achieve, but it's been a a nice knock-on effect, if you like. Yeah, well, initially the plan was um, to have the games elsewhere. You know, Eden Park wasn't really... Um, going to see that much action, obviously, when they got it in, and I know there was there was a um, confusion around the crowd numbers for that first game against Australia, but um, that was just pre-sales and a few comps, I think, um, that, that came into the fold there. But no, you did right. Like I, I don't think I don't think they anticipated uh, this sort of reaction, but um, what that does show you, I think, is that um, the genuine love for the game, uh, and when it's played well, whether it's men playing the game, whether it's women playing the game. When rugby's played well, it, it gets the punters in. So again, it's another great learning. Um, you know, it's wonderful to see full houses and uh, and Whangarei at West Auckland and and indeed at Eden Park. And I've got to say, um, watching that final, uh, I was at home actually was, uh, with my wife uh, sitting on the couch, and it was one of the great moments of footy I've ever seen. Like it was just it just blew me away. Um, and just to see. The crowd so involved, the atmosphere, the pride, um, the mana that was that was there, uh, and, and above all, though the, the quality of footy that was played, the execution, uh, Stacey Flula's try, mm. not surprising, um, try of the year as well was. I think you got to say, Ricardo, it was <laughs> it was a heck of a game, and that was one one moment in the game where um, I had a text the next day from from my father-in-law who watched it. He said, um, 
I don't know how I don't know how Stacey Flula can score a try like that uh, on on a stage like that in a final like that and, and be running as fast as that and still have a big smile on her face. How's she getting the oxygen? And so, no, mate, it was um, yeah extraordinary year. And, and I think when you uh, you, know, you look at that with the, the year the All Blacks have had, I know it hasn't been the greatest of years performance-wise, and we can uh, talk till the cows come home about the, the coaching or whether they've got the right staff, but um, again, it's, it's it's been a nice foil for, for that for that year, and I think they would have looked at that too, and how how perhaps they can do things a little bit differently, maybe heading into uh, into into the next year, because you know they're going to have to make some adjustments. Not a not a great northern tour, um, you know, a couple of a couple of moments there where things could have gone uh, very very differently, and we could have been having a different discussion. So um, you know that they're going to have to uh, to change a few things, but. Um, it's a huge year next year, there's, and there's no there's no hiding from it. And I think when the occasion rolls around, the All Blacks the All Blacks will step up. And I think, despite all of the the chat around the coaching staff and and this and that, and what's going to happen with Scott Robinson in the future, and you know, and the movement in the north with Eddie Jones and all that stuff, we're just going to put that to one side and get behind this team because. Uh, there is some quality there, and, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a year uh, next year. Yeah, it will be a heck of a year. I mean, it's, the, the, the conversation has to be had, though, around the coaching uh, scenario, maybe not about replacing it before the World Cup, but certainly about what's going to happen post, because you'd hope that uh, you know the lesson was learned from 2019 and that New Zealand rugby kind of get to the end of the World Cup and then look around and the cupboard's bare because everybody's already been snapped up. They need to make a decision now, and I think that's the that's the big talking point for most people, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and um, you know those those conversations will obviously be being had, and, and are still being had right now. So, I, I think um, you know they have to make a they have to make a, a decision around whether they go with Scott or, or you know, there's talk maybe it's Sammy Joseph and uh, potentially Tony Brown. They bring that crew down. I mean, either or, they've got options. Um, how they work in with Joe Schmidt as well, um, and, and so on. So. Um, I don't think it's a bad option, but I think what uh, what you can ill afford to do from a, a selection process is, is dither, and I think that's been the unfortunately that's been the thing I think that has hurt um, has hurt the game a little bit. It's just been um, the unfortunate process, the way things worked this year. Um, and again, you know, uh, Scott Robinson has made it clear, his intentions clear that he wants to coach internationally uh, to work up another team as well. So. Um, we can't wait too long, I think, from an NCAA perspective, if that's, if that's who they're wanting. If they're wanting to go down a different path, um, then do that. But, you know, down the track, Scott's a, a young coach. Um, he's got a, a long career ahead of him. And we've seen with um, to Steve Hansen, to Graham Henry in the past, uh, you know, coaching coaching abroad with Wales and, um, you know, Deeds, uh, you know, Warren Gatlin heading back as well. So, you know, I think it's, it's advantageous to... To build that uh, career experience abroad with another team, uh, learn the ins and outs, and if that is the path that Scott Robinson then got on him, and good luck, uh, because I'm sure he'll be successful in, in whichever team he takes on. But again, I, I go back to it. I think if, if they're going to make a call, they have to make a clear call, back it, and um, you know I think put the motions in place um, fairly early on. Because the last thing you want to do is leave it till the last minute. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. I think that's uh, that's something that needs to have been learned for sure. Uh, I mean, so many awards last night, so many awards given out, um, and and I guess you look at some of the nominees, and I mean, if if there was anything, you know, it was all pretty straightforward. I thought, but maybe a, an eyebrow raised about Portia Woodman not getting a nomination. 
Yeah, it's true. I mean, she was phenomenal at the World Cup, and obviously it was unfortunate what happened um, to her uh, at the business end of the tournament, the final. You know, it was it was um, it was sad to see, but uh, you know, she she's been such a massive uh, part of this Black Ferns journey, such a contributor. You know, World Cup records left, right, and centre. Um, but if you look at uh, you know the players that uh, you know she was up against, you know, I hate the man, as we've said. Um, you know, to win not only the Blackburns player of the year, but the Tom French Memorial as well. Um, you know, she was just uh, she was just astonishing. And and, uh, and then you look on on the other side of things, the other players that they had there that were just so integral. We talked a lot about the Blackburns midfield um, at the World Cup, and obviously Stacey Fleur, um being uh, recognised with the trial year as well was was uh, was special. So now Portia. Is an incredible player, and she's had uh, plenty of accolades during her career. There'll be many more, I'm sure, as well. But um, I, I think it's really hard to go past Rua Hay and, and the way that she uh, helped lead that team. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, mate. And uh, uh, just finally, uh, a mention of the Dwayne Monkley medal winner in Bryn Gatland. Uh, we did see him appear on that uh, All Black Fifteen uh, tour. Uh, played uh, played a little bit in there. I'm, uh, with his dad doing what his dad's about to do. Has anybody checked uh, his availability for Wales? I mean, uh, is that is that something that might uh, come out of the woodwork? Yeah, well, you definitely you definitely put him in there if uh, if, if the shoe fits. But no, he um, he had a a remarkable year. Like he, I think it was one of the best years, without a doubt, for Brent Gatlin statistically. He's playing with a almost a newfound confidence. I think there's always been a lot of pressure on Brent's shoulders wherever he's played, and and I'm not too sure why he, he managed to shake that off this year, but he did. And and um, you know, the old saying that you know that the best players seem to have a little bit more time than others. I just I think a, a bit more time started to flow into his game this year, the way he played. Um, you know, NPC level had a lot more um, moments of tactical brilliance where, you know, he was under pressure and he, he put away a 50-22. And, and um, yeah, again, I just think he's, he's taken his game to another level. So um, well-deserved uh, Dwayne Monkley recipient. And, uh, yeah, long mark continue the, the form of, uh, of Bryn Gatlin. Indeed. All right, Jeff. Hey, listen, thanks very much for uh, coming on and having a chat, mate. I know you've had a busy old year calling NPC, calling Super Rugby, calling all sorts. Uh, you earned a well-earned break, mate. Put your feet up, enjoy your Christmas, and uh, we'll catch you in the new year, eh? Yeah, good on you, mate, and uh, go Argentina. Go Argentina, indeed. There you go. Uh, Jeff McTainch from Sky Sport Rugby Commentator talking those rugby awards from last night.